Rom rocking out in the front row to headbanging from the barricade. He has seen every band from big to small in every venue in Chicagoland. Now he tells all. Yeah, yeah! From news to review and more. Broadcast daily. You're listening to a lesson in headbanging podcast with G Beast. Now here is your host. G Beast here of a lesson in headbanging podcast. Podcast for all the rock and hard rock and metal fans out there. On this episode, I'll talk about all sorts of stuff. Raging from news, of course. What the hell's going on in the world of rock and roll? Yeah, that's right. We're going to be talking about bass players complimenting their former members. And then on the other camp, we have another bass player talking crap to their front man. Also, we got a handful of rock bands calling it quits as well this past week. The front man of Disturb is back on the market as he is single. What dating app? He recently just deleted. Also, Pantera plays their first U.S. show in 22 years. Here, right here in the United States. We'll give you guys the set list, of course. Also on the show, New Music Friday. Yes, New Music Friday. The list will return back on this episode. We'll talk about New Music Friday. Each and every Friday, I will highlight new music coming from all bands, of course. And so much more. By the way, follow me on my social media platforms to keep you up to date on all things hard rock and heavy metal. A lesson in headbanging podcasts, which is featured on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. Give me a like and give me a subscribe. And if you're a new listener right here on the podcast, if you're listening through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, so wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, give me a subscribe right now. So without further ado, I'll have Chuck Billy from Testament say a few words. I said, are you ready? Let's see what you got now, all right? <laughs> this is a song called Into the Pit. That's right, Chuck Billy. Into the pit. Welcome to a lesson in headbanging podcast. Hordes. Hey, welcome to a lesson in headbanging podcast with GBs. That's right. I'm your host, GBs. Let's talk about the news in the world of rock, hard rock, and heavy metal. Let's talk about the bands that are calling quits or breaking up. Starting from the biggest band, the Bad Boys from Boston, Aerosmith is heading into retirement with a farewell tour. The group has announced they will have a 40-date North America tour featuring the Black Crows opening up the band on their final tour. And I quote, it's not goodbye, it's peace out, unquote. Coming from the Aerosmith Joint Statement Press Release. That's right, the band is hitting the road one more time, potentially, of course, doing a farewell tour. And this bad boy, as I mentioned, 40 dates trekking across North America here, folks. And as I'm pulling up the dates here really quick, Apparently, these tickets are very, very hard to come by because uh, tickets are just 
flying off the shelves on Ticketmaster, especially, uh, again, I live in the Chicagoland area, and United Centers, I'm looking at Ticketmaster right now, and they're pretty much almost sold out. So the trick starts on September 2nd in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at the Wells Fargo Center. Uh, again, the Bad Boys of Boston. You think they will end their final show in Boston like a lot of bands that call it quits. Like Kiss is doing the final three at the Madison Square Garden, New York. Kiss is from New York, right? Slayer. Slayer's from California. Their final show was at the Forum in Los Angeles. You get what I'm saying? So, it looks like Boston, Massachusetts here is... Uh, my understanding it is on the list, but it's not the last thing on the tour. So it's like midway on the tour at the TD Boston Garden Center. The final date, which is January 26th at Montreal, Quebec, Canada. You think that will be the final show for Aerosmith, which is in Montreal? No disrespect to Montreal, but I mean, do you imagine Aerosmith ending on that note? I'm pretty sure they will have a second or third leg just like KISS, the Farewell Tour Part 2, Part 3. Because look, they have to reach the whole world. You can't just call it quits the United States and not go to Europe, not go to the UK, not go to you know, Australia. So you got to hit across the world and reach many fans to say your last goodbyes. I assume, right? Now, the question is, Joey Kramer, the drummer of Aerosmith, he's going through a lot of health issues. Uh, according to, uh, I can't remember what press, it was featured an interview, either with Steven Tyler or Joe Perry. I, I can't, don't quote on me, but they said that he most likely will be sitting out of the tour behind the drum sets. So we'll have to wait and see who will play the drum kit or Jory Kramer will still agree to play the drums on the final Aerosmith tour. So go get your tickets if it's still available right now across the United States. As I mentioned, Trek kicks off on September 2nd here in the United States and cruise up to January of 2024. That's one of the many bands are calling the quits. Another a legendary rock band from the late 70s, early 80s. I enjoy these guys, but I have never seen them before. Kicks. That's right. The band called Kicks, K-I-X, the Baltimore Bass Act, which was formed in 1977, announced it will call it quits during an appearance at the M3 Rock Festival at the Meriwether Post Pavilion in Columbia, Maryland, this past Sunday, May 7th. Uh, as Steve Whiteman, uh, the vocalist, the frontman of Kicks, announced to the fans that the bands, the band decided to uh, call it quits, and they want to do a one massive tour across the United States. And uh, they want to come back to Maryland one more time and call it quits. That's the final show they'll play at. It's at the Maryland, uh, the Pavilion, that the M3 Festival was held at this past weekend. So, another legendary rock band out there, kicking ass, of course. One of the hardest rock bands out there is to continue the grind at the age they're at. Uh, you know, good for them. Good for them. They, they earn 
the legendary status, in my personal opinion, because Kix is one of the best damn rock bands out there that came out of that period. So that's my personal favorite band, and uh, it's going to be sad to see them stepping away from the stage. But maybe we'll see a couple of the members continue on, so we'll have to wait and see. Another band, which is a younger band, Sum 41 announces a split. And I quote, we are excited for what the future will bring us for each of us. That's coming from the Sum 41 as they're planning a split up following the completion of a worldwide tour in support of their upcoming album, Heaven and Hell. So Monday, May 8th, it was announced that Sum 41 released the following statement via social media. And I quote, being at Sum 41 since 1996 brought us some of the best moments of our lives. We are forever grateful to our fans, both old and new, who have supported us in every way. It is hard to articulate the love and respect we have for all of you. We wanted you to hear this from us first. Sum 41 will be disbanding, unquote. And that's coming from the Sum 41 social media platform. Another band I do enjoy as well, especially their newer stuff. And I still never saw them live yet so far. And, uh, that's it, man. They're calling it quits. Some 41. If they're coming around in your town, go see them. Go see them for your last time, unless you're planning on seeing them a couple times before they quit. Uh, again, very sad. Very sad to see a, a younger band calling the splits. But, uh, you know, so best of luck to some 41. All right, as I mentioned at the top of the show, Pantera plays their first U.S. concert in 22 years. Well, gee, where has the first Pantera show happened at? Where? Well, they played at the Florida's Thunder Beach Motorcycle Rally in Panama City, Florida. Uh, this past Saturday, May 6th, this is the first time in 22 years this is July 25th of 2001 when the band played at the Tacoma Dome in Tacoma, Washington, part of the Extreme Steel Tour. And it also featured a handful of songs, including Suicide Note Part 2 and The Greatest Southern Trilled Kill. I love that song. Uh, let's talk about the set list. And what they played live at their first show. So there are 14 songs comprised total from the set list from the Pantera's first U.S. show in 22 years at the Florida Motorcycle Rally show this past Saturday, May 6th. The first one is Mouth of War. Number two is a new level. Number three, Strength Beyond Strength. Number four, Becoming. They played I'm Broken. Five minutes alone. This love. Yesterday don't mean shit. Fucking hostile. Suicide note part number two, which is the first performance since 2001. Uh, they played a tape of Cemetery Gates. Planet Caravan, the Black Sabbath cover. Walk. Domination and the end of the show with Cowboys from Hell. 
So the first show in 22 years right here in the United States in Florida. My question is to you, the listeners, are you planning on seeing the tribute incarnation of Pantera in the near future? And what show will you attend? Let me know what you guys think. I will see them part of the Metallica M72 World Tour when they hit Chicago of 2024. That's what's going on for that as well. David Dreamen, yes, he is a single man now, recently divorced, decided to hit up a dating app. No, it's not FarmersMingles.com or uh, what's the other ones out there? ChristianMingle.com. No, no, no. David Dreamen decided to hop on Tinder. Of course, and I'm looking at these photos from this tender screenshot, uh, it says single dad or single dad, a front man to disturb. And apparently he said it was a shit show and there's nothing but bots and nothing but fake profiles and decided to delete his Tinder page right away. So if you're a single female out there, uh, David Draven's still available. You just won't be able to find them on Tinder. That's if you give a rat's ass or not. So as I mentioned on the top of the show, one bass player, formerly from a band, complimenting and uh, sticking up for a drummer while, while a former, another bass player from a different camp is trashing his former bandmates. So let's talk about the negative side of this story here. Dave Allison, the former bass player of Megadeth, saying it's fucking pathetic that Dave Mustaine is still bitching about his dismissal. I'm laughing. I'm sorry. Metallica from 40 years later. So, uh, of course, as I'm reading through this article, courtesy from blabbermouth.net, and I quote, so he was referencing... Dave Elvison, of course, who got fired from Megadeth uh, due to his sexual post to an underage underage girl. And uh, I won't get in too deep about the story, but he got fired from that. So I'm going to read this article that's been really related to that and also related to the Dave Mustaine firing 40 years ago. So, and I quote coming from Dave Ellison. Look, I have no choice but to have to forgive it so I can move on. I really don't. So I don't know what more to say about it other than that. Look, at some point, the damage was done. So you move on. We're all humans. And it is what it is. You can't laminate I've watched how he's treated his dismissal from Metallica. Still bitching about it 40 years later. And I think it looks fucking pathetic. And it's like, you know what? Fix your shit and move on. And that's how I've chosen to deal with it. Fix your shit and move on. And that's why I put out four records in the time the last fucking Megadeth record came out. And I think every one of them are good or better than the latest Megadeth record. 
I think the quality and part of it is I'm working with great people. Whether they're famous or not, doesn't matter. I'm working with good people. They're safe. They're reliable. They're truly men of integrity. And I think that really makes a big difference. I feel safe around them. Unquote. That's coming from Dave Ellison, the former bass player from Megadeth, taking shades at Dave Mustaine. Now let's head over to the other camp, Metallica. Former bass player Jason Newstead sticking up for his former drummer pal from Metallica, Lars Ulrich. And I quote, this is courtesy of Blabbermouth.net. Speaking about the fact that Lars is often dismissed as the average drummer whose skills are lisped by so many other lesser-known musicians. Jason said, and I quote, Anybody that says that is, is a fucking idiot. They have no idea what they're talking about. The depth of this guy, his foresight, his comprehension of what the hells was going on when he was 21, 22, or 23. Seriously? So if he can't play the same film as Dave Lombardo, whoever the fuck you pick for today, so what? As Jason Newsnet continue, and I quote, Look at the scoreboard, motherfucker. Do not talk shit about that guy. He's way ahead of you in most things. I promise you that. I promise you, if we wouldn't have had him and his ability to uh, anticipate, to uh, predict, to know geography, to understand what country, what city, and what that what at the time of all that stuff, no way Metallica be what they were. No way. So you need to get a hold of yourselves because there's way more to do just been able to hit a snare drum. So that's unquote coming from Jason Newstead, the former bass player sticking it up for his former drummer pal from Metallica, Lars Ulrich. Eight. There's something going on between Killswitch Engage guitarist Adam Dewisk and the band's former singer Howard Jones, or fans know as Hojo has entered the studio to be recording the debut album from their collaborative new project. Hmm, wonder what they're doing in the studio, huh? So on Friday, May the 5th, Howard Jones shared an Instagram photo of him in the studio with Adam as he included the following message. And I quote, first song is done, 11 to go. Hashtag new project, hashtag recording, hashtag Hojo, hashtag Adam D. Fans know the history of Killswitch Engage. Adam Jones left Killswitch in 2012 and battled manic depression and bipolar disorder before forming a new project called Devil You Know. So, very interesting to see what these two are up to in the studio. And will I sound like old school Killswitch Engage? We'll have to wait and see. Speaking of writing rock albums, 
This one. Haha, I know rock fans will get their hands on this Gripply Bad Boy CD. Dolly Parton reveals guest and release date and track listing for upcoming rock album Rock Star. It's going to be featured Richie Sambora, Sting, not the wrestler Sting, the musician Sting, Steve Perry, formerly of Journey. Also, she will have Ann Wilson from Heart, John Fogarty, Kid Rock, Steven Tyler with Warren Hayes, Stevie Nicks, Peter Frampton, Joe and Jet and the Blackhearts, Chris Stapleton, and uh, Kevin Cronin from Iowa Speedwagon. Interesting. Elton John. Uh, Weather Rock, Rob Helford with Nikki Six and John Five. Interesting. Pat Bettentar also featured Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr. Alongside with Peter Frampton and Mick Fleetwood. Interesting. Uh, and apparently she's doing a Freebird cover with Ronnie Van Zant, Gary Rossiton, Artemis Pyle and the Artemis Apply Band. So interesting. She got a bunch of rock stars coming from the country woman's legend, Dolly Parton. Oh, couldn't get any heavier than that. All right, speaking of heavy, heavy selections for New Music Friday, as I mentioned, top of the show, each and every Friday. I used to do that in the past in my previous podcast, Riffs and Body Slam. But now I'm going to bring it back. New Music Friday starts May 12th, this edition of this week on the podcast. I'll give you guys the list, courtesy of loudware.com. That's where you can find a select hard rock metal album release calendar. They get the credit because uh, they put the list together. I'm just going to give you guys the list on what albums are going to come out on May the 12th and uh, pick out what my personal favorite will come out that day. So here we go. May 12th, 2023 edition of New Music Friday. Start from the very top. The Keisha Strain. For all the metalcore fans out there, have two albums. Two one of them is going to be Failure Will Follow. And the second one will be Step Into the Light. So I'm looking forward to new The Acadia Strain music. Also on the list, I'm looking forward to The Midity Affliction. Got brand spanking new album called Not Without My Ghost. So new Midity Affliction music coming out on May 12th. Also the band Battleborn. Got Blood, Fire, Magic, and Steel. The band Black Spiders cast Can't Die, Won't Die. The next band I'm looking forward to, Cattle Decapitation. That's right, they got a brand spanking new album called Terrasite coming out on May 12th. It's a new Cattle Decapitation record, Terrasite. I'm looking forward to hearing that bad boy. All right, Circus of Rock is coming out with Lost Behind. The Dark Side of the Moon has a Metaphorsis. 
This one I'm looking forward to. Devil Driver out of California. Got a brand spanking new album called Dealing with the Demons Volume 2. Dropkick Murphys has Okima Rising. So I'm looking for the new Dropkick album. God Snake has Eye for an Eye. Heaven's Edge has Get a Rate. Michael Thompson Band has The Love Goes On. My Life with the Thrill Kill Cult. Yeah, I tried to say that a couple times. Got a brand spanking new album called Sinister Whispers uh, 4. The band Orita has Eternal. All right, up next on the list for May the 12th New Music Friday, Scream Machine. Got a brand spanking new album called Church of Scream. And then the last band on the list for New Music Friday, May the 12th, right here out of Chicago, one of my favorites, Veal of Maya. Got a brand spanking new album called Mother, coming from the Sumerian Records. So there's your list for New Music Friday, May the 12th. Go out and support. Buy the brand spanking new album or listening or streaming on your app device, wherever you listen to your favorite music. Just like this podcast, a lesson ahead being a podcast is available. All major podcast outlets. Again, if you're a new listener, give me a subscribe button, of course. Follow me on my social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and Instagram. Give me a like and give me a subscribe. Also have a pro wrestling podcast. If you're a fan of pro wrestling, check out Into the Squared Circle podcast. It's out weekly. If you're a fan of pro wrestling, check me out over there. Also available on all major podcasting outlets. So program update. The next episode, I will give you guys my review on the Trivium headlining show that went down this past Friday, May the 5th on Cinco de Mayo. Um, yeah, Trivium's currently on tour with Beartooth, but he did a headlining show right here in Julia, Illinois at the Forest of Joliet. The video was up from the concert on Riffs and Body Slams. The official YouTube page, give that a subscribe. The actual video is up and live on there. But I will give you guys the review of the set list on Trivium and give you the review of the opening bands that are currently on tour with Beartooth and Trivium. So stay tuned for that within coming days, all right? All right, my friends, stay heavy. Horns up. I'll talk to you guys next time.